So to begin our reflection today, I want you to sort of imagine in your mind an image of three concentric circles. The first one, big circle, and in size of it, another circle may be about 20% the size of the circumference of the larger one. And then in that smaller one, another one about 20% the size of the middle circle. What is this image that we, I'm encouraging you to think of have to do with what we're talking about today? It's the idea that I've been coming up with the course of the past few weeks that I'm testing out on y'all. So these circles sort of in a certain sense symbolize all of the people who attend or pass through a Catholic church during, let's say, the course of a week, or even the regular attendance. And it could be Our Lady of Wisdom, it could be Our Lady of Fatima, it could be just the student center here, it doesn't matter. I started coming up with this idea because I was thinking about the student center. And that larger circle with the space that exists outside of that second medium-sized circle, those are the people who come at least once a week. Maybe you call them the Sunday Catholics. They're not necessarily evil people. They're not people who don't go to Mass. Those are the people who exist outside of the circle. But they're the ones who come, they are living their lives, but is their involvement in their faith of the church more than simple a Sunday attendance at Mass, putting a little bit in the collection and saying a few prayers? No. That's about it. Why do I say that 80, 20, or say that smaller ones are 20%? Because it's the Pareto principle. I've talked about it before. It's a law of nature, it seems. 20% of the people do 80% of the work. And so, most people tend to fall in that 80%. That's the first circle. What is the second circle? The second circle, I would say, are the people who do more particularly maybe more activity. Maybe they come to retreats, they come to daily mass, here they hang around the student center, come to 501. They're more actively involved in their faith. They may spend a little bit more time in prayer, but they are much more involved than the other person that exists on the outer rim. So what I want to talk about first is what brings a person from circle one into circle two? From being that Sunday Catholic who kind of goes through the motions to one that's a bit more involved. I think it's what we hear in today's gospel, at least the second part, where Jesus says, if your arm causes you to sin or your hand causes you to sin, cut it off and get rid of it. What is Jesus trying to say? Jesus is saying, if there's something that's leading you to sin, I need you to get rid of it or I need you to convert. I need you to turn away from it and leave it behind. But ultimately what happens is that person who passes from circle one to circle two has a certain conversion and decides to give up certain things. It could be sinful habits, attachments to the sixth commandment, attachments to alcohol, it could be attachments to the world, it could be not focusing enough on prayer, whatever it is, there's some conversion where people want to go a little bit deeper but ultimately entails getting rid of something. Not actually cutting your hand off, but I think you get the message. 
that's what happens when we go from the first to the second level. But what I really want to focus on today is passing from that second level to the third. That's going to be a very small circle. Who are the individuals in that third circle? These are the people that I think we're going to call missionary disciples. These are the people who are on fire for their faith and who basically do two things. One, they are willing to go out and evangelize and tell other people about Jesus and in doing so bring people to Christ or by their very nature, by their very existence, by their very presence, they draw people to Jesus. They change their hearts because of their love. These are the people who are the most super committed, but they're the smallest circle. By maybe probably 20% of the 100% of the second circle, which is the 20% of the big third circle, without getting into all that. But it's that third circle that for me is the most important. Yeah, they come to daily mass. Yes, they evangelize. But these are the people who set the world on fire. And when I began thinking about, and it was just a couple weeks ago, what is the most important distinguishing characteristic of that third circle? What is the thing that helps people, therefore, pass from the second to the third? And so what I did is I spent some time thinking about the individuals, and actually I sort of made a list of the ones that I believe live in that third circle, particularly the ones who are students. And I thought about it, and I went and prayed about it, and looked over it, and it was quite clear. It didn't take me long to figure out. There was one thing that they all shared in common. One thing. And that is they all have a real prayer life. They don't just say prayers. They really pray. I've seen them pray in church. I know when someone is in deep communion with the Lord. They spend a half an hour to an hour of day in prayer. They're in adoration. And when you look at them, you know they're really communing with the Lord. That's the one thing that they all share in common. And in my, that's my revelation. This is the revelation I've been wanting to share. Is what pegs someone past from that active Catholic who's doing stuff and more involved to one who's a missionary disciple. It's one who decides to go deeper in prayer. And the sort of the metaphor that I came up with is drilling a well. The people in the, the, the first level, yeah, they have water, but they take a sip every once in a while. They have like a little Dasani bottle. The one in the second level, maybe they have a bigger bucket they can drink from. But ultimately, what a point's going to come when that's going to run out? The person in the third level is digging really, really deep. When you dig a well, you're going to hit rocks sometimes, and it's going to be difficult. When you dig a well, it's going to bring up all kinds of muck. And in the spiritual life, that's the spirit saying, you need to face these imperfections, this sin, this woundedness. But what happens if you keep deep, digging deeper, you're going to hit fresh water. And that fresh water is going to give life. And once you've tasted of that, you don't go back. And from my experience, people who become missionary disciples, who come to know Jesus and the love of God the Father and the power of the Holy Spirit through deep, committed prayer lives, they don't abandon the faith. 
they stick it out as difficult as it may be. They become priests, they become nuns, they become holy husbands and wives. They transform lives. And so what I begin thinking about is what is going to be the most effective? And maybe this is just my logical, statistical brain. Do we want, or is it better for the church to have people pass from three to two or from two to one? Three to two is saying, hey, everybody, we've got these great activities. I want you to come. Come on retreat. Come to this talk. Come get involved in the things that we do. And that's important, and we need people to pass to that. But the fact of the matter is, even though it's going to be a much smaller amount of people to pass from two to one, to pass to that really, really deep prayer life, not necessarily getting rid of things, but adding things, spending committed time in communion with the Lord every day, that's what makes missionary disciples, that's what makes saints. And so this is challenge to you, and it's ultimately really a challenge to me. If we were going to have to evaluate ourselves and say, where are we? Or where are, we? are we in three, two, or one? Number two, where do we want to be? Because it takes work to move regardless of where you are. And number three, are we willing to do the work necessary? If it means from passing three to two, to get rid of the stuff, to convert, to be able to focus on what's important and to get involved. But if we really want to be missionary disciples, if we really want to pass to that first central circle that is so small, as difficult as it may be, and granted, we all have a lot going on, and I see these students and they got a lot going on, to make time for prayer. Not to achieve anything in prayer, but to be with the Lord and to allow him to change, to begin drilling that well, so hit that fresh water that transforms our lives and that gives us that ability to share it with others. Amen.